Hello, welcome to the Halloween special of the L News podcast. All right, I'm we ha- I'm right here. I am Liam O'Connor. Next to me we have Caroline and Ellie O'Connor, and then Jimmy O'Connor. All right, and so today's the Halloween special, and today's definitely Halloween. Um, so what? So I just have a question for you, Jimmy. What? You can come a bit closer. What is your favorite thing about Halloween? Um, trick or treating. Okay. So trick or treating. Ellie, what is yours? Costumes, trick or treating, pumpkins, because I love Halloween. I I don't have a favorite. Caroline, do you have one? I'm probably carving pumpkins or just or just going outside on trick or treating. Mostly carving pumpkins. My favorite is putting up Halloween decorations and just, yeah, and, yeah, putting up Halloween decorations. So, so, and next, do you guys want to hear a Halloween song or do you want to listen to a spooky story? Which one? Let's do the spooky story first. Okay. So, Caroline, what is your favorite spooky story that you can remember? Um, I can't remember. I can't remember a spooky story. All right. Well, I'm gonna tell you one right now. This. Can you? All right. So I'm gonna tell you this one. And all right. So, this story is called Yellow Ribbon. Jane wore a yellow ribbon around her neck every day. And I mean every day, rain or shine, whether it matched her outfit or not. It annoyed her best friend, Johnny, after a while. He was her next-door neighbor and had known Jane since he, since she was three. When he was young, he had barely noticed the yellow ribbon, but now they were in high school together. It bothered him. Why do you wear that r- yellow ribbon around your neck, Jane? He'd ask her every day, but she wouldn't tell him. Still, in spite of his aggression, Johnny thought she was cute. He asked her to do this... Sh- the soda shop for an ice cream sundae. Then he asked her to watch him play in the football game. Then he started seeing her home and come in the spring. They went to the dance together. Jane always said yes when Johnny asked her out, and she always wore a yellow dress to match the ribbon around her neck. Uh, it finally occurred to Johnny that she and Jane were going to get married, but she still did not know why they wore the yellow ribbon around her neck. So she. So he asked her about it again, and yet again she did not tell him. Maybe someday I'll tell you about it, she'd reply. Someday, the answer annoyed Johnny, but he shrugged off because Jane was fun to be with. Well, time flew by, and as a habit of doing, and one day Jane proposed, Johnny proposed to Jane, and Jane accepted the proposal. They planned a big wedding. Jane hinted that she might tell him about the yellow ribbon around her neck on the wedding day. But somehow, with all the preparations and the beautiful bride at the lovely reception johnny never got to ask about ask jane about it and when he did she got a bit teary eyed and said we are so happy together what difference does it make and johnny decided she was right johnny and jane raised a family of four with the usual ups and downs laughter and tears when their golden anniversary rolled around johnny once again asked jane about the yellow ribbon around her neck it was the first time he'd brought it up since the week after their wedding Whenever the children asked him about it, he'd always hush them, and somehow none of the kids had dared ask their mother. 
Jane gave Johnny a sad look and said, Johnny, you've waited this long. You can wait a while longer. And Johnny agreed. It was not until Jane was on her deathbed a year later that Johnny, seeing his last chance slip away, asked Jane one final time about the yellow ribbon she wore around her neck. She shook her head as a at a bit of his persistence, but and then said with a sad smile, Okay, Johnny, you can go ahead and untie it. With shaking hands, Johnny fumbled for the knot and untied the yellow ribbon around his wife's neck. And Jane's head fell off. Okay, that's the story. That wasn't really spooky. It was yeah. kind of obvious after like the first day. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to have a quick break. Okay, so guys, what did you think of that story, Caroline? It was pretty obvious after the first paragraph, because I've heard stories like that before. Jimmy, what do you think about it? Odd. Ellie, what do you think? Scary. All right. Well, the next story is not as scary. All right. So this one is um, in the town of Blakesy, Arkansas. There was a Arkansas. Arkansas. There was a house that everyone knew was haunted. It was an old neglected house on a side street in the oldest part of town. Sometimes the most wonderful smells issued from the house and filled the streets with the heavenly owner of fresh baked bread. Whenever that happened, people would say that the old house must have been a bakery or at least the former home of a fabulous baker. Sometimes the neighbors would hear the sound of music and laughter coming from the empty house of this. There was a wonderful party and full swing going on. Whenever that happened... Whenever that happened, the neighbors would look at each other and say, It sounds like a nice party. I wish I was invited. Whatever ghosts haunt the old house, even if they were old house, they were friendly ghosts. But even the friendliest spirits are scary, and no one ever actually went inside the house, with the possible exceptions of a young boy being dared by his playmates. No one ever stepped foot on the front porch. One day, a man moved into town from a distant city. He saw the empty house and asked the neighbors who owned it. He was told the owner was unknown and the property could be bought for back taxes. No one told the stranger about the house's curious history. Man went to Hall City, City Hall, not Hall City, City Hall, and purchased the property. Soon after moving in, however, strange things began to happen. Odd noises in the night, weird lights drifting from room to room, the smells of baking from a cold kitchen, and worst of all, the sound of partying when he knew the owners were trying to sleep. After a few days, the man's wife declared that she could no longer live in such a haunted place, and so they moved out, taking the children with her. Before long, the man gave up as well. He was forced to find another place to live, but he was angry at the neighbors for not warning him about the house's reputation. He was angry at the town board for not telling him the house was occupied by ghosts. In fact, he was angry at everyone in town for treating him so badly. So he went to the mayor to complain to see if he could get his money back. The mayor refused, saying he never misrepresented the house as anything if as anything, it was not just because the house is haunted doesn't mean you can't live there. The trick is making friends with the ghosts, learning to get along with them. So the man went to the pastor of the local church and told him his problem. The pastor said, you've been in town for a month, and only now when you're having a problem, do you come and see me? Well, sit down and tell me what's on your mind. So the man sat down and told the pastor about the haunted house he'd bought. Now the pastor in the village was considered a wise man, a wise man, not a wide man, a wise man, 
is set in his ways, conservative in his manner and beliefs. He wasn't open to new ideas, but reluctantly he agreed to visit the house and see what exactly the man was talking about. The pastor accompanied the man to his house. As they approached the block the house was on, the pastor smelled just the smell. What's that wonderful smell, he said. It's the ghost making bread, the man replied. When they got closer, the pastor stopped to listen. And when he turned the man and inquired, I hear music. Is someone having a party? It's the ghost having a party, replied the man. They went down and looked around the empty house. The pastor set a table while the man looked for something to serve his guest. He found an old bottle of whiskey and poured glass for his pastor and one for himself. They toasted each other's health and drink. So you moved from Little Rock to Blakesley said the pastor my parents live in little rock i know the town well the man it turned out knew some of the pastor's relatives as they talked and joked about those things they had in common they felt a friendship growing they were having such a pleasant time that before they knew it three hours had passed they were they were so gone long the man's wife began to get nervous he went to the pastor's house hours ago maybe the ghost got him so she picked him herself up and went to the pastor's house and introduced herself to the pastor's wife together they pulled their misgivings about ghosts and their worries about their husbands and went to the haunted house together they peeked in the windows and saw two men sitting at the table drinking laughing and having a good time the wife joined their husbands and found that they had much to talk about. The laughing and the talking attracted the neighbors, who stopped by and introduced themselves. Pretty soon, the kitchen was filled with the spread, the smell of cooking. A neighbor brought his fiddle, and there was another who brought his guitar. And just like that, there was a party. The old house filled with real smells and real laughter. It was alive again. And after that, of course, what it was, of course what it wanted all along from this day the old house came alive again and the ghosts were laid to rest never to be seen or heard of again okay so how did you like that song i mean that story caroline that was not a good story you, you didn't jimmy what do you think of it weird weird all right ellie what do you think about it scary that wasn't scary the ghosts were Okay, now you have a special guest. His name is the Terminated Daddy. Come on the in. Terminated Daddy, and I, and I have a head in my hand. And nothing about my neck. The Terminated Daddy. I'm not giving you my head. That's the only. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna go take that head from you right now. Hey, you have a. Fireman Sam. Y'all, Fireman Sam got his brave to the core. We're going to have a quick break while he's Yeah. All right. So we got that decapitated Danny thing sorted out. And now we have five scary Halloween songs that we're going to do. So, Caroline. Could you start us off? What is number five on the best Halloween songs, Caroline? What's number five? Monster Mash. And here's some of it. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld a 
an eerie sight, for my monster from his slab began to rise, and suddenly, to my surprise, he did the mash, he did the monster mash, the monster mash, it was a graveyard smash. Alright, well that's all I can play of that song. So, Ellie, do you want to tell us what is number four? What? Flying purple people eater. Alright, so Caroline, could you describe that song? Um, it kind of goes like one horn, one horn. Okay, here we go. All right, so that's that is number four. Now, Jimmy, do you want to tell us what number three is? What's in the Scooby Doo? <laughs> All right, here's what's new, Scooby Doo. Alright, well that's all I can really play of that one. And then Jimmy, do you want to, and then Caroline, do you want to tell us again what is number two on the list? Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Alright, and then number one, I, I'm going to say it, is Spooky Scary Skeletons. Okay, and then, all right, so those are the top ten Halloween songs. Top five. Top, top five, sorry. Okay, now it's time for a one-minute wrestling match, or maybe a little more than one minute. But, so, if you step or fall off the carpet, you are out. So, we have Ellie, Liam, and Jimmy versus, okay, three, two, one, go! 
So, so right now, um, they are just kind. Of, so Ellie is running around in her devil costume. Yes, it's like Halloween. Oh, Liam's doing a Jimmy tackle. Liam's doing one. Oh, Liam almost got Jimmy off. Very close. Okay, Liam's going by the knees. Ellie's pushing Jimmy down too. Oh, let's see what happens. Oh, Jimmy gets back up. Ellie still got his hands on him. Okay. Um, oh, Jimmy takes Ellie and just smacks him down. Okay, so now Jimmy's trying to lift up Ellie. Oh, they both fall down trying to do a spinner winner. Oh, Liam's got Jimmy, and Jimmy's going na 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 na. And so there are 15 seconds. I mean, so Liam's got it. Liam's, oh, Jimmy and Ellie are having a little fight there. Okay, Ellie's running around. Jimmy just puts... Pushes him over. Oh, three, two, one. I'm gonna add an. I'm gonna add one more minute. Let's see what goes on with this. Okay, so let's go. Three, two, one, go. Okay, Liam goes. Jimmy goes straight in for Liam. Ellie's roaring around. Oh, Ellie gets pushed to the ground. Oh no. Liam gets. Jimmy gets pushed to the ground. Okay, let's look. Okay, Liam's sitting there. Ellie is just uh hitting him. Oh, it looks like Liam takes Jimmy down. They're all trying to get off. Oh, Jimmy just kicked Ellie. Ooh, Ellie's next. All right, all right. Ellie, Jimmy, you want yeah. What's your Scooby-Doo? Okay, so you probably couldn't hear that, but the, um, or I know you didn't hear that, but the, episode of i mean what's the wrestling match between me, me jimmy and ellie and in a tie between me and jimmy because ellie got disqualified from it and so now um so thank you for listening to this halloween special i really hope you like it um i hope you like it and if you did thank you that's great if you didn't that's fine we'll have not all our episodes will be like this and so um thank you for listening to this episode and be safe if you're trick-or-treating and just be safe now um have a happy halloween